Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. Surprise, surprise. I found myself actually enjoying these random cold matches that we've been having for this Continental Classic Tournament on AEW Collision. And I was like, what the fuck? Why? I checked my temperature. I wasn't feeling sick. I wasn't drunk. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Am I on drugs? I don't know. I've been very critical of this tournament, but the matches that we got on this AEW Collision were pretty damn good. What's going on, folks? Welcome to Snug Wrestling with me, your host, my name is Edgar and let's get into this uh, surprisingly decent show of AW Collision from Erie, Pennsylvania. Let's go. The classic pre-show promos that Collision normally does at the start of the show had the Blue League competitors because the Blue League is going to be taking place on this episode of Collision. And the opening matches Brody King versus Claudio. We have yet to see the big reveal of the new Continental Classic Championship belt. And I bet that everyone is wondering what it looks like. I can't wait to see it. I hope it's a good one. Other than the TBS or the TNT title, the AEW championships are easy on the eyes so i'm very hopeful that this new continental championship is going to be a nice one the AEW world heavyweight championship as well as the women's championship and hell even the international championship they're really nice belts i'm not a fan of the tnt or the tbs title because it just has big giant letters of a tv network station and i don't know that's not really something i would like to have as a champion or even as a consumer like walking around with i don't know cartoon network on a championship belt or nickelodeon or some type of news channel on my championship belt and eh, it's not really my thing so we'll see what this uh continental championship is gonna look like i'm pretty sure we're gonna see it december 30th at the world's end pay-per-view for a tournament that is very strict on rules and has no interferences and it's supposed to be a sports-based presentation these two were having what was turning into a bra or a street fight outside of the ring for way more than 10 seconds. These are two really big and really strong guys that had a hard-hitting match. Claudio hit his big swing on the much bigger Brody King, but that was still not enough for Claudio. Brody King picked up the win over Claudio, and I was not expecting that outcome. Brody King picks up three more points, putting him at six points at the top of the Blue League table. And I guess it is true what they say, at least on this episode of Collision, the house always wins. John Moxley cuts one of his many staircase hallway promos where it sounded like John Moxley was also regretting entering himself in this tournament. Mox was explaining that he's constantly in pain, his arms, his legs, his entire body is just hurting. And it also feels like his head might not be screwed on right you think i'm pretty sure we've all been saying that for years now moxley but i'm glad you're starting to see it better late than never moxley blames it on all the pain meds the doctors have been prescribing him and now it all makes sense mox says that he's tired of being in pain and tired of being sick and tired and his answer to all of this is to win this tournament moxley i'm no mathematician but your logic in this promo ain't adding up my guy but even though this promo 
logically did not make sense. John Moxley did his best to make it sound really cool and badass, so I guess that's all that matters. Do it for the AEW fans, man. Abaddon versus Kiera Hogan. Since Abaddon's recent return to AEW around Halloween time this year, Abaddon has getting more and more matches in Collision, including a championship match versus Yukaru Shida. Kiera Hogan mostly wrestles in Ring of Honor, but comes over to AEW normally just to do jobs for the AEW women's division. Kiera Hogan did another job here for Abaddon because AEW has big plans for Abaddon, and those big plans is going to be another title match, but this time, Abaddon is going to be going up versus Julia Hart. The lights go out, and Julia Hart appears in the ring to have a face-to-face -face with Abaddon, and I'm very critical of the women's division in AEW. However, I am a Julia Hart fan, and I'm also a fan of seeing AEW original talent like Abaddon getting a push here. So good for Abaddon. Samoa Joe gets an interview, and when you get an interview in wrestling, you also get an interruption. So from now on, I'm going to call all interviews interview interruptions. And this time, Samoa Joe gets interrupted by Next Strong. Roddy the Simp Strong tries to warn Samoa Joe that the tag team match versus the unknowns, as well as a championship match versus MJF is all a trap because MJF is the devil. And you know what they say, Roddy? If you point the finger at someone, you got two more fingers pointing back at you. Roddy tries to tell Samoa Joe as his new best friend to watch out, but Samoa Joe doesn't buy anything. Roddy Simp is spewing at Joe and Joe just laughs and walks away. Roddy is now going around in AEW trying to recruit people to be his new best friend. And Roddy, that storyline is literally being used by everyone in AEW. Stick to what you know best, Roddy. We don't need any more best friend or friends angles in this company. Sting gets a hype video for his final match and it's being advertised in a nice video package. Sting is letting all of us older fans know that we are getting old because Sting's final match is going to be at Revolution March 3rd in the Greensboro Coliseum. I have to give it up to AEW for giving Sting a proper send-off to celebrate a career like Sting's. And the place where this is going to go down, it just feels so right. It feels like all the stars are aligning for the big Sting retirement match. Daniel Garcia versus Andrade. Danny Boy, he needs to win badly because he's got no points in this tournament so far. Danny Boy recently faced Andrade on collision a couple weeks ago and lost. So, Garcia, he's got his hands full in this match. His fellow faction member or ex-faction member, Daddy Magic, was on commentary and says if Garcia wants to win this match, he needs to focus on the match and forget about doing his little dance. And Daddy Magic, for once... He's right. Garcia has been losing a lot lately, but he's been having some good matches versus some top guys. The people got behind Daniel Garcia because now that Garcia is having some good matches and is not constantly getting shoved down our throats by Tony Khan, his matches have gotten a lot more bearable to watch. I'm actually enjoying seeing Daniel Garcia now. Garcia almost had Andrade, but Andrade still got the win, and you can add another great match to Daniel Garcia. The gold 
League, the one that's taking place on Wednesday nights, was recapped, and we saw everything that went down last week on AEW Dynamite. The Gold League and this tournament will continue on Wednesday with matches between Mox versus Roosh, Jay versus Jay, and Swerve versus Mark. And I'm really looking forward to seeing John Moxley versus Roosh. I don't think John Moxley has ever wrestled anyone as snug as Roosh, and it's going to be really fun to see Roosh beat the shit out of John Moxley because Roosh is so stiff in the ring. I wonder how John Moxley is going to try to get away with not selling any of Roosh's moves. So this is going to be a complete total fucking car wreck and I can't wait to see it. The Kingdom versus the Iron Savages. These are the guys that like to eat ass and those are their words people not mine so don't shoot the messenger roddy comes out with his friends mike and matt taven and he's yelling on the mic because he wants to dedicate this match to his best friend adam adam cole and i thought samoa joe was his best friend now especially because adam cole broke up with roger strong in public in front of the whole world the kingdom do exactly what roddy said and picked up the win then roddy broken neck and all hits the ring after the match and gets a cheap shot to the iron savages and we get to see a face that we don't normally see on AEW because ethan page shows up out of nowhere where the hell has ethan page been ethan page says he's been in ring of honor racking up wins and i'm like ah okay thanks for that update thanks for that info who knew ethan pace feels like he's been doing so good lately that he decided to challenge get this none other than kenny omega to a match next week on collision next week collision is going to be in canada so ethan page wants to prove to kenny that he is the better canadian the house of black versus matt seidel and christopher daniels malachi black and buddy were not the kings of the black throne on this episode how is that even decided what's the difference between the house of black and the kings of the black throne is that the trios tag team or do they just wake up one day and decide hmm today we're gonna be the house of black normally i would be excited to see a buddy matthews match but aew has ruined that for me it's gonna take a while to get that awful stench from buddy matthews after that stink match he had versus wheeler yuda if wheeler yuda can manhandle buddy the way that he did then Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels are gonna kill Buddy. Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels are a very interesting tag team but the House of Black got the win and after the match out comes FTR to confront the House of Black. House of Black try to play some mind games with FTR and they tell him hey whoa 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 slow your roll there I know why you're out here you guys want to join the House of Black. <laughs> Malachi lay off the weed because FTR I think we all know that the last thing they're gonna do is join anyone's faction especially the house of black but this was all a trick by the house of black because ftr got jumped by buddy matthews and malachi black and the house of black left ftr laying in the middle of the ring tony storm and sky blue they each cut a promo on each other and seeing tony storm cut a promo followed by sky blue you can see the difference in promo skills and personality sky blue still looks really awkward and shy talking into the camera while tony storm is just killing it every single time and aw is doing it i I was afraid this was gonna happen sky blue her ass has gotten over so much with the aew fans that they're gonna give her a championship match versus tony storm but 
This is way too soon for Sky Blue. Sky Blue is still really, really green. She needs a lot of improvement, a lot of work. Before even being considered as a main event star, her name should be Sky Green. That's how green she is. And they wonder why the women's division is where it is in AEW. Hijo del Vikingo versus Kip Sabian. Hijo del Vikingo doing his usual crazy spots while his opponent waits and sells and waits and sells until Hijo del Vikingo gets his balance to hit his big moves. I was hoping Kip Sabian would win this match because even though Hijo del Vikingo has wrestled multiple matches in AEW, he is not officially signed in AEW and is not an AEW talent unlike Kip Sabian. But Hijo del Vikingo won this match with a big 630 splash that looked painful as fuck, not only to do the 630, but also to receive it. And poor Kip Sabian, not only for losing this match but also for taking that move that 630 splash by Hijo del Vikingo. Keith Lee has an interview and an interruption by Shane Taylor. Shane challenges Keith Lee to a match next week where Keith Lee very elegantly accepts the match. CJ Perry another interview and interruption by her husband Miro. Miro was trying to get into Andrade's dressing room to kick his ass but CJ Perry stops Miro and convinces Miro not to lay hands on on her client. Miro says my God is gone and as God is my witness and gives CJ his word that he's not going to lay hands on Andrade but Miro, why are you bringing Roman Reigns into this? He literally has no business in your little drama with your wife. And the main event Danielson versus Eddie Kingston Danielson hit the first chop of the match on Eddie Kingston and that sparked a little light in Eddie Kingston. Lit a little fire in Kingston because Eddie loves chops he loves to get into chopping contests in his wrestling matches eddie loves chops just as much as john moxley loves to bleed as much as nana and garcia love to dance as much as sky blue loves to show her ass as much as hager loves that stupid purple hat as much as well you you get the point eddie kingston don't get him started with those chops danielson and eddie beat the hell out of each other in this match and it was a real thing of beauty danielson won his first three points of the tournament and the current champion eddie is not looking too good with zero points each of these wrestlers in this tournament are about two or three wrestling matches in the eliminations are right around the corner the list of the wrestlers in this tournament is going to get smaller and smaller eddie kingston man i believe after this second loss in a row he has one more match to go before being eliminated as well as everyone else who hasn't picked up any points like jay lethal and daniel garcia i'm hoping Roosh picks up the win on wednesday versus moxley i hope jay lethal picks up the win over jay white and mark briscoe is another guy who hasn't picked up any points in this tournament so those are my three predictions for wednesday Roosh, jay lethal and mark briscoe to pick up wins let me know your predictions let me know what you guys thought about this aw collision hit me up at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon